0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's ANGI.com.
1: You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network. Riotcast.com.
2: I've
1: got diphtheria crushing my esophagus. I've got Ebola vives dripping from my nose. I've got the leprosy of the heart valve, exacerbating my incredible woes. I want to take my brain out and blast with the wave, an ultrasonic, echographic, and a pulsitating shave. I want a magic pill for my ailments, the health equivalent of Citizen Kane. And if I don't get it now in the tablet,
2: I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane. I want a requiem for my disease, so I'm paging Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve.
3: It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of broadcast radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve, with my wife, Tacey, the apple of my children and the mother of my eye. Wait, is that right? No. Tacey, the most excellent serving wench, according to... all the Ren Faire folks. Hello, Taste.
4: Oh, I do not like the Ren Faire reference.
3: <laughs> Hello, this, Steve. This is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you have a question, you're embarrassed to take to a regular medical provider. Or if you can't... <clears throat> oh, goodness, I'm already dying. If you can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347 Head. Follow us on Twitter, at Weird Medicine. Visit our website at drsteve.com for podcasts, medical news, and stuff you can buy, or go to our merchandise store at cafepress.comslash weird medicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything here with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything here on the show without talking over with your doctor, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, clinical laboratory, scientist, registered dietitian or whatever. Hey, don't forget Feels slash fluid. You get um, 30, uh, no, 50% off your first uh, order if you order a subscription. com slash fluid. It's premium grade, uh, broad spectrum CBD oil. And uh, stuff.drsteve.com, stuff.drsteve.com for all of your Amazon needs. Just go to stuff.drsteve.com, click through to Amazon or scroll down and see all the different products that we've discussed on this show. If you want to lose weight with me, and I am fully 100% back on the program, taste, took a little time off, and I enjoyed my time. But I'm want to. You're back. I'm going to use Noom to uh, increase my exercise, not so much as a diet thing, because Noom is not a diet app. It is a psychology app that will help you achieve things that you want to get in your life, and they focus on your relationship with food and health. And noom.doctorsteve.com will get you two free weeks and twenty uh, percent off if you decide to uh, continue. It's just a three month program. Again, not a diet, a psychology program. It's helped me in my real life too. And uh, if you want to get, um, oh, we have while they last about twenty uh, weird medicine face masks, and they they're just simple. Cloth face masks with the Weird Medicine logo on them, and uh, for thirty bucks you can get that and an archive w- with a thumb drive with thirty-two gigs of con- uh, of uh, space on it, with about seventeen to nineteen gigs of content. And you just go to drsteve.com. In the middle of the page, you can go down. It says, you know, get a thumb drive with every show on it. And it'll give you every single Riot Cash show. And there's like 400 of them. Why would you want that? I don't know. And I throw in a little weird autograph thing from, you'll see. Anyway, uh, but that's, uh, just go to drsteve.com. And then simplyherbals.net is Dr. Scott's website. Check it out, even though he's not here, because he's a good little feller.
4: I don't want people to think that we go to Ren Fairs all the time.
3: Not me, you. We
4: went to, what? <laughs> we went to two, and that was because it was across the street from where we lived in a very sleepy town. And that was the most exciting thing that happened. It was. Every year. And um, those were fun. But I would go to a Ren fair again if we could wear Star Trek uniforms and yes. just kind of. Uh, show up. That uh, would be super. cool. That's sort
3: of the cliched nerd thing to do. Not that going to a ren exactly, fair isn't Steve. nerdy enough, but to be the Uber take it to the next level is to uh, put on a Star Trek uniform and pretend that you have beamed down to a primitive planet. You know what? Now that is effing clever. Funny
4: about these ren, ren fairs are, are how um, people that are pirates like live by this code, and they are who they. are actually are. Yeah, I mean they are pirates and you and their character is so strong and you can't get them out of it and there's like a yeah, hierarchy of pirates and yep. that is insane.
3: Didn't we did we go we went to some pirate We
4: went to a pirate party.
3: Was it a party? It wasn't a wedding.
4: That was not my friend, that was your friend. But they
3: were going to have a pirate wedding somebody was in that thing, right?
4: Um I don't know. Yeah, it was that was some um, can we say who it was? Well, it was
3: double vasectomy turd.
4: Yeah, it was him and 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 his ex, right? Right. Yes.
3: Yeah, so, so they would um, dress up as pirates and go, "Oh, pretty, pretty young maiden and all this kind of but
4: shit." But they would live it. Yeah. Like not Except even just act it. without but, the raping like, and the it.
3: plundering and the murder and stuff, they didn't yeah. do anything.
4: I, I mean, it was bizarre. <laughs> I don't know. And what's you the know, point. that's your friend that has. I no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a wasted Saturday night. Is that mean? That's mean. No, it was.
3: Yeah, it wasn't fun.
4: No, it wasn't fun. It was terrible. <laughs> now, one
3: thing we did get out of that, though, if I, and I think this may have been related, was there was a an act an actor named Bobby Funk, I think. And I think he may have been part of that, but he came here and read all of A Pantagruel and... uh, Okay,
4: nerd, nerd, (laughs) nerd, nerd. Okay, so we got nothing out of it.
3: Well, wait a minute now. This was... um freaking hilarious now i i'm in uh, doing this on the fly so i don't know if i can get to it fast enough
4: you know guys i didn't know what i was marrying when i met he seemed normal
3: gargantua and Pantagruel. you did not you knew i was not
4: no i did not know the extent steve and i'm sitting in the middle of the extent of your (laughs) weirdness wait a minute thank god it's on the third floor i don't have to see it
3: you'll like this though i'm sure okay here we are um yeah Okay, let's let's just skip into it's only oh. eight, it's only eight minutes long. I'll just skip into the middle oh, of it.
4: Oh, we're in for a treat, guys! Because
3: I'm sure you'll find it um, delight.
1: After the Switzer's fashion, afterwards, in dunging behind a bush, I found a march cat. Stop it! And with it, Stop I wiped it. my breech, but her claws were so sharp.
3: Stop. Okay, so this guy took a dump in the bushes and then picked up a. Um, a wild animal to wipe his ass Why didn't
4: with? he just say he took a dump in
3: the Well, bushes. he did. He said I was dumping yeah, it. Yeah, in me, let me some run back, see,
4: foreign weird freak language. Oh,
3: hang on. Called it and English. they
1: fetched away yeah. all the skin of my tail with a vengeance. Now I wish St. Anthony's fire oh burned the bum gut of the goldsmith Wait, that's that made them <laughs> and of her that wore them. This Hurt I cured by wiping myself with a page's this is cap. enough.
4: That's Don ladies st- radio, my lazy wait, not wait, ladies. Lazy radio, wait, wait, my wait, friends. Wait, wait, lazy wait, 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 lazy radio. I
3: gotta radio. find the the part where he took a dump in the bush. I got
1: Exulcerated Oh my periny. Oh, wait. Okay, here it is. Now I wish St. Anthony's fire Ah, burned the bum gut of the goldsmith.
4: So you're telling me this guy came to our house? Yeah, he was
3: sitting where
1: you are now. Oh, that's nice. This hurt I cured by wiping myself with a page's cap. Garnished with a feather. Oh, my God. After the this is fashion. Okay, that's enough. Afterwards... Oh, wait, here we go. In dunging behind a
3: bush. Okay, in dunging behind a okay, bush. Okay, I get
4: that, okay. I get that, but it would found be just easier cat. if you just I said, found a
3: march cat, which is a basically a hair. Oh, God. With it, I wiped my breech. Okay, so he wiped his ass with this march hair after dunging in the bush.
1: But her claws were so sharp that they scratched... And exulcerated all my pernies. Meanwhile, these people the- <laughs> work
4: at the Wind Dixie. Didn't know. Not I- that that's bad because they have a job, but they're they're that's they're bagging true. your groceries.
3: Oh well, some of them, I'm sure. That's I mean, they're are people because from all Because This guy was a professor at a local university.
4: Yeah, oh, which local
3: university? Well, it doesn't matter. Exactly. I'm not going to say it. You're
4: afraid to say it. <laughs>
3: If you would like to hear the whole story of Rabelais uh, Gargantua and Pantagruel. Oh, yes. Simply go to and in the upper right corner. Put in Gargantua. That's G A R A G A R G A N T U A. And it's eight minutes and 48 seconds. It's quite delightful. Oh, I'm sure it is.
4: <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to have the locks changed. <laughs> We're moving. All
3: right. <laughs> So, um, you brought up something last time <clears throat> about uh, surgical masks and Yes, and
4: people saying that they're not healthy, and I'm seeing this all over right. Facebook that how they're more dangerous than they than they help, and how the cloth ones especially aren't helpful so and one of the
3: things that you said was that your friends were saying that you were rebreathing your carbon dioxide, and we talked about uh square breathing and where sometimes breathing. Carbon dioxide is a good thing, but they were saying that this was a bad thing and you wouldn't want to do it, you know, unintentionally to excess. So I did do some research and I found preliminary report on surgical mask induced deoxygenation during major surgery. Actually you may have found this and sent this to me. Somebody did. No, it wasn't me. Okay. And this was um not your bitch anymore. Okay, so uh, this was from uh, the Department of Nursing and Health Services in Ankara, Turkey. And uh, the, this is a study called Preliminary Report on Surgical Masked. Induced deoxygenation during major surgery. Now these are surgical masks. So this study was undertaken to evaluate whether the surgeon's oxygen saturation was affected by surgical mask or not. That's not good, uh, good writing by the way. You just say whether it was affected by the surgical mask. You don't have to say or not. That's redundant. Uh, during major operations. Okay. So um, that's my editorial. You know, I'm a journal editor. I edit a national medical journal, and I have a journalism degree, so I see things well, like Well, thank that. you for that. You're welcome. Uh, repeated measures. Oh, wait, do you want to know how to if it's ITS or IT apostrophe S? Sure. It's weird because you think the possessive, if you would say Tacy's, I don't know, nutsack, that would be T-A-C-I-E apostrophe S, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're going to say it's, um, uh, it's. Uh, book. you would think it would be IT apostrophe S, but it's not. IT apostrophe S is only used when it's it is. ITS is the possessive of it. Isn't that weird? Yes, that's weird. There you go. So if you want to say that is its book, you would say ITS. You know, if you were talking about double vasectomy Todd or something. Okay. Repeated measures, longitudinal and prospective observational study was performed on 53 surgeons using a pulse oximeter pre- and postoperatively. So basically what they did was they put um, a a pulse oximetry machine that just gives you the saturation of oxygen. A normal person's, you know, between 94 and 100. And uh, did it before surgery and then right after surgery when they were taking off their masks, they repeated it again. Our study revealed a decrease in the oxygen saturation uh, and a slight increase in pulse rate compared to preoperative values in all surgeon groups. The decrease was more prominent in surgeons over, aged over 35. So, um, they said this could be due to the facial mask or operational stress, because they did this on all on people who were operating. Mm-hmm. How about you just put it on people for the same amount of time that aren't operating, let them sit and read a book and then test it? That would yeah, be another or, way to or see. Or
4: like we talked about those poor people who work in the grocery stores who are wearing That's mess- right. Eight straight hours and.
3: Yeah. So uh, let's see what the actual results were. So there was some decrease. Okay. Um, when pre-operational and post-operational pulse rates were compared. Okay. Let me see. Let me see. Come on. I'm doing this kind of a little bit on the fly. Um, Okay, let's look at the oxygen saturation. That's what we're really interested in. In group of surgeons who did not wear masks during primary care operations with duration of less than 30 minutes, pre-operational saturation values were 97.6, while post-operational values decreased to 96.3. Wait, are they saying for... People who are doing surgery who did not wear masks? What surgeons are not wearing masks? Okay. When the pre-operational and post-operational pulse rates were compared. Okay, that's bullshit. I don't care about that. There was not any statistically significant difference between peak pre-control and post-control values of pulse rates and oxygen saturations of the same surgeons without face masks while not performing surgery. So they at least compared it to people before and after some period of time uh okay so uh oxygenation saturation of hemoglobin decreased significantly after the operations in both age groups post-operational decrease was more prominent in surgeons over 35 so it was some piss small amount okay and uh there was now you know it wasn't clinically significant it was just statistically significant by the numbers but we that's why we have all these buffers so yeah it did seem to affect oxygenation they didn't test for carbon dioxide that's another study i couldn't find anything on that so there is some effect of wearing a mask it doesn't seem to be clinically um, uh, significant for example you can have a clinically significant effect without a I'm sorry, statistically significant effect without a clinically significant effect. So uh, we did uh, years and years ago, somebody called in and said, is having anal sex affect your ability to uh, be continent of stool? And there was actually some studies that were done on people uh, where they compared it to people who had not had anal sex. And they also did pre before and after manometry, where you stick a balloon up somebody's ass and have them squeeze, okay, with their ass muscles, doing like a Kegel maneuver. And they found that the people who had more anal sex had a more lax canal, in that they couldn't squeeze the manometer as tight as the people who had never had it. However, it did not affect their ability to hold in their stool one bit. So it was statistically significant but not clinically significant.
4: You, okay. know, you can
3: detect a difference, but it didn't mean
4: anything.
3: Okay. Okay. So that's what this is.
4: Well, yeah, it's miserable.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well. But
4: but we've got we've got to wear them. <laughs> I I mean
3: Well, we have a question about that. Let's take a question about it and then we'll talk okay. about it, whether we need to wear face masks or not.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's ANGI.com.
4: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
3: All right. If I can get this to come up. Hey, Dr. Steve, it's uh, Taylor, formerly of Indigas. Hey, Taylor.
2: Uh, I was calling, mainly having a question about um, the psychology behind people
1: not wearing masks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm out on vacation in South Carolina right now. And the vast majority of people
2: um
3: especially men, are not wearing masks and uh it's kind of uh it's kind of troubling and I don't know if it's um contributing to the mass spikes of uh cases uh where where I'm at so I was just kind of wondering what what you had to say about that without politicizing it um yeah. No. Hey, I appreciate that, too. He's not making a political comment because there's this equation and it's politics plus medicine equals politics. (laughs) You know, it just takes the medicine out of it. It's just all politics Mm -hmm. when you inject politics into it. So let's let's just speak from pure science. We are seeing resurgences in some places. They're not all Southern states. It's it, a lot know.
4: of Southern states. Well, though.
3: they are, you know, pinning it on the Southern states. But let's just look at the let's
4: Arizona's go. bad. I know that. Is that a
3: Southern state? Is no. It? Yeah. Right. OK, so
4: smart. Ass. No, no,
3: no. I'm asking, is that considered Southern? Jesus Christ.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, OK, so the ones that have. OK, Safari is not liking this Web page. I'm South look-
4: Carolina is a big one.
3: I'm looking at RT Live because I'm, what I want to look at is states that have the most number of people that are getting infected from other people. Number one right now, Oklahoma at 1.1, Florida, Arizona, Arkansas, Maryland, or Missouri, uh, Utah, not a southern state, Vermont, 1.04, Oregon, Alabama, Texas. These are all the ones that are greater than one. Mississippi, Idaho, Arkansas, Nevada, Washington, South Carolina, Louisiana, and Georgia. So Georgia actually right at one. So if if you have an RT, we talked about this last time, that is the real life number of cases that each person is infecting if they're infected themselves on average. So one person may do 10, but you may have Nine people who don't infect anybody—it works out to one. Uh, so if you have an Rt of one, meaning one person gives it to one person, well, if you have sixteen hundred cases, they will infect sixteen hundred people. So you will have a constant number of cases in those in those places, and you'll see a sort of a straight line, right? Then, if you have the Rt of less than one, you should see declining numbers of cases. Hawaii is the is the winner on that with an RT of 0.73. Give them one of these. And New York, Massachusetts, and uh, New Jersey
2: give yourself a bill
3: are the next three with a RTs of 0.8, 0.81, and 0.81 respectively. So all the ones that I mentioned before are all have this larger RT. So it's a little less than half the number of states. And some of these things are are specific to short, small areas too. Like if you have two or three nursing homes where you get a whole bunch of cases, you'll have a big spice in ca- spike in cases. But it's still relatively safe to go to the grocery store, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So you have to take all of that stuff into account. Tennessee, by the way, is just dipped below one to zero point nine nine. So I'm give us one of these. But we are going to South Carolina in less than two weeks. Yay! I guess. And uh, they're having some spikes, particularly in Charleston County, which is where we're going. So, so there you
4: go. But we are going to go there, and we are going to self isolate.
3: Oh, that sounds like an awesome vacation!
4: It will be because we can self isolate on the beach.
3: Oh, that's true. Yay! Well, anyway, uh, so he's asking about all these face masks. So, so we're. Uh, this is sort of the the preamble that there are spikes in cases and there are some places are are getting ready to, to lock down if you remember the phased opening has built into it the ability to reverse phases if you meet certain criteria so you can advance in phases you know from phase one to phase two to phase three if you meet those criteria new york is on par to do that and, But it also said, you know, if things go in the wrong direction, if you start having escalating cases because you've gone through this phase, you can back up and go to the phase before. So we're going to have to do this in certain places from time to time. We're going to think places that may have opened up may have to lock back down for, for a period of time.
4: had to lock back down. Did
3: they? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, they
4: switched phases.
3: And it's perfectly okay to do that even on a local basis if you can get away with it, if you have a localized hotspot Um, until we have a medication, as we've been talking about, that we can just give to people who have it and they don't go to the hospital and they don't die. And then this thing's over. And um, then we can let her natural herd immunity kick in or until we get a vaccine, which is artificial herd immunity. Okay, so. We can open up, but we're going to have times when we're going to have to lock back down again. So anyway, so Taylor from Indie Ghost, and you can follow them on uh, the members of the band that are still playing together. Uh, Cody Gilmer, who's been seen on this show from time to time, particularly before the uh, lockdown. And Taylor, um, who is um, uh, was their incredible drummer who is no longer with them. And um, he's. You know, working with his dad in uh, in middle Tennessee. Anyway, uh, what he's asking is uh, what the hell is uh, going on with the face masks, and why aren't people wearing them? I think people aren't wearing them because they're sick and tired of wearing them. Yes,
4: everybody wants to pretend like this is over. They want this to be over. Because enough is enough and it's just not over.
3: That's the psychology of it.
4: That's exactly. And now,
3: it's over in New Zealand. They yeah. don't have a single case, so they're they're going back to normal right now. Until but they are get... they
4: letting people into the country? I,
3: I don't know the answer to that. And when they do, and if they get a hot spot, they're hopefully it'll be one case and they'll lock everybody down and they'll do contact tracing so that everybody else can kind of go back to work but if they get a hot spot and they can't control it they'll have to lock down again until they don't have any cases It's
4: yet. like living in a dream isn't it This is also Or a bizarre. movie called yeah.
3: Contagion which yeah, is what exactly. that was about which damn Steven Soderbergh and whoever wrote that they pretty much nailed a lot of this stuff there's a, a few things that are that are goofy compared to what's really happening. But it was an amazing film,
4: mm-hmm. which
3: also had a happy ending. I mean, kind of.
4: I don't remember. The well,
3: it, they, they got through it, you know, through science. They figured out what to do, which is where we're going to be. So if you're getting despondent, I think that that it had a happy ending, if I remember correctly. Um, it also showed how the virus formed, too. If you remember, it was like a, a bat bit a... A pig, and then the guy slaughtered the pig and wiped his hands on, on his. Um,
4: oh, I don't remember that. On, either. That was
3: the very. Well, I just spoiler alert: this movie only came out 15 years ago. But that was that's the very end of the movie. It shows how the thing happened. So anyway, um, this is from the Lancet, and this is an article called "Physical Distancing, Face Masks, and Eye Protection to Prevent Transmission of COVID-19." It says our search identified 172 observational studies across 16 countries and 6 continents. So what they did was a meta-analysis, which is where you take a bunch of little studies and mush all the data together and then try to statistic do statistics on the data that's there and see if you can get statistically significant results out of it. There were no randomized control trials cuz really kind of how would you do that? There were 44 relevant comparative studies in healthcare and non-healthcare settings. And it was 25,000 patients. So uh, transmission of viruses was lower with physical distancing of one meter or more. Okay. So that's, you know, three feet. We say six compared with a distance of less than one meter. And protection was increased as distance was lengthened. Change in a relative risk was two per meter. So that's a big deal. Uh, Face mask use. Uh, could result in a large reduction of risk infection with stronger association with the better face masks uh, uh, compared with disposable uh, surgical masks or similar, you know, reusable cotton or something. But eye protection was also associated with less infection. Now, that's healthcare-related infection. But so uh, the overwhelming data that we have is that face masks will prevent infection. Now, not 100 percent. And you're right when you've got a porous face mask that's not going to prevent all these viral particles, but it will prevent droplets, which is what we're really talking about. Mm -hmm. So they did a study where they had a guy that had COVID-19. They had him cough onto a, you know, a viral transport medium and then had him cough uh, with and without a mask. And there was a significant decrease in the trans or in the number of viral particles that were transmitted when he coughed in the mask. I mean, with the mask on, it wasn't 100 percent. But when we've got let's say we could just decrease it by 10 percent. If you've got two million cases and you decrease transmission by 10 percent, that's 200,000 that we could have prevented if everybody had worn a mask. So that's a that's a lot of people. So. In the beginning, they said, don't wear a mask. That was because we had less than 100 cases in this country. And then as it became more widespread, even though 2 million is still – you've got a, a country of 350 million people, it's still a small number. Uh, but when you have more people, mask wearing makes more sense.
4: Well, you know, we got an email from one of our listeners, and he, he, he brought up a good point how yeah. – People aren't taking this seriously, and part of it is because well, it's only been 116,000 deaths, and you know people feel like it's been a long time, but in reality, it has not. Right. It has not been a long time. And we locked
3: down March 15th, so March, April, May, June. So we're into 90 days. It feels like
4: a a, a terrible, terribly long amount of time. But when you're talking about that death rate,
3: I don't ever want to leave my. Go ahead and talk.
4: I mean, when you, when you have that death rate in just that small Sorry. amount of time, that, that really is significant. And it's not over. And also, nobody ever talks about the tremendously long amounts of time that people are in the hospital recovery. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you are sick with this and you get sick, you're in for a
3: month. Some of those studies we were talking about uh, where they were using, um, and we'll talk about dexamethasone but using some of the newer drugs on these people they've been in the hospital 55 days
4: mm-hmm. and and all of this occurred this this death rate of 116,000 these terribly long hospital stays all of this has occurred during a lockdown of which we're not in anymore yeah, yeah and that's scary and he is also from south carolina and he says that mask use is random and then when people come on va- go on vacation to to where he lives. They're like, woo-hoo. It, yeah, woohoo, I'm on vacation, I'm not wearing a mask. This doesn't exist because I'm on vacation well, right. It I mean it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. So I mean that's so a we great will point. be wearing
3: masks when we go out. And the other thing
4: we that, are not going out to eat that, maybe once.
3: Right, which is gonna you know it hurts the economy because we usually I know. dump a ton of money. Ton of money. But um I'm an excellent chef and I'm going to be cooking for everybody. And, um,
4: evident by my weight. <laughs> <laughs> you look
3: fantastic. Shut mm-hmm. up. Um, but uh, I, I was concerned about going to the grocery store. I was going to have to go at 6 in the morning to avoid all the knuckleheads because I am at increased risk because of my age and I have hypertension. Although I am on an angiotensin receptor blocker, which a new study, by the way, I'm just going to throw this out, showed a decreased risk of dying if you're on that. Oh, that's good. Also, decreased risk of dying if you're O positive, which I also am.
4: Well, so hopefully I would like to hear that.
3: those two things will even out. You decreased we, risk doesn't mean immune. Just you know?
4: on a different subject, we still yeah. have not given blood. We need to, we need to do that. No,
3: you're right. Yeah. Yeah, we've been very naughty about that. Because we promised that we would do that. And uh, we haven't done it, so nope. let's, let's make sure we do it. I'd like to. Um, so I found... There's this thing called Instacart, and a lot of places you go on vacation will have this. And what it is is it's a short-term grocery delivery program Mm -hmm. where you can sign up and then just order groceries online and have them delivered to you. And so that's what we're going to be doing.
4: But did you call – call and verify how f- far in advance yeah, you two need hours. To, and 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 they did say 2 hours because yeah, i know it's right on the
3: website well, it says 2 hours lead time
4: i, I know a lot of a lot of places now because of what's going on the lead time is more like 2 days
3: no this has been since i mean this the website's been updated since covid 19 Okay, so yeah i think right. we're good okay yeah you say so well and if it is 2 days i mean i go to the grocery store here i can i can you know, yeah. brave it. I just put on a mask and wash my hand when I when I my hands when I come out. But uh, which is what I do when I go to the grocery store here. But I'm just this sitting in our house, and then I guess we get to go to the beach. That's pretty cool. But half of our vacation was going out and eating. (laughs) Well it's
4: just gonna be different this year. It's just gonna be different. We're gonna have friends down there. Well Well,
3: I'm driving my car and if I get fed up with you guys, I'm just gonna I'll get get your ass back home. home. That's right. And ladies, it's on.
4: Well, are we taking I know our son wants to take his car. (laughs) And I thought we would take my car because
3: Yeah. Well we'll okay nobody you know Nobody
4: what? on the radio gives Can a shit. Can you stop bullshitting and get to the questions? <laughs> yeah, Tase. Sorry. <laughs> this is something we God do need damn, to figure damn,
1: this is about as boring as sex with my wife. I mean, you know, this... <laughs> you
2: never answered a single fucking medical question. fuck,
4: <laughs> <laughs> man? What yeah, the
2: fuck, man? Look, Your I never promised... better when you had
4: medical questions. Eight. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I never promised that I would bring a good medical medical show to you guys. Yeah. I'm just sitting here because he won't let anybody else come in the house right. right now.
3: F Nobody's coming in. People did find it. Um, by the way, your Fitfo show. That's what we need to give to them. From, okay. Uh, okay never mind
4: i'm telling but, uh, you fitfo is fabulous people and beautiful. enjoyed
3: me uh beeping out your f words oh, because good. you're you're employed and
4: fitfo is so useful yeah though in your in everyday life
3: that's right snafu and fitfo you
4: look at your kids and they've got problems just say i don't know fitfo
3: got a snafu fitfo yeah all right dexamethasone proves first life-saving drug i'm not 100 percent sure that that's right but that's okay uh uh, I guess what they're saying is remdesivir has, has shortened uh, recovery time, but has not yet had enough robust data to show that it's actually saving lives. So this is a cheap and widely available drug. And by the way, we've been using it from day one that can help to save the lives of patients seriously ill with coronaviruses. A low dose steroid treatment. Dexamethasone is a major breakthrough in the fight against the deadly virus. These are experts in the U.K., Uh, This drug is part of the world's biggest trial testing existing treatments to see if they also work for coronavirus, which is a great thing. Look, you could invent a drug to treat this. Um, Remdesivir has kind of already been around, but it hasn't been approved for use. But if you have something that's off the shelf, that's why people were so excited originally about hydroxychloroquine, because it was cheap, safe. And if it was effective, it was already out there. You could just go buy it. You know, we can write anything off-label we want to. Once a drug is on the market, we can write it for anything we want to write it for. So it doesn't have to be written for its original indication. So gabapentin is a good example of that. Gabapentin is a drug that was originally marketed as an anti-seizure medication that... Is now uh, used exclusively for uh, as an adjuvant pain medication or for neur- what we call neuropathic pain, pain from damaged nerves.
4: Didn't a lot of people get in trouble with the whole gabapentin thing, though? What do you mean? Um, like as far as it being marketed for things that it wasn't indicated yeah, for? Yeah, uh,
3: oh, I'm sure. That, uh, probably. Okay. Um, we re- manufacturers' reps. Cannot if it's a branded drug and they're out there selling it, they can't say, oh, by the way, it's off-label, but you can use this for neuropathy. They would get in trouble for that because they can only market as you know, to to the indication that the FDA has approved, but physicians and other licensed healthcare providers were writing it for neuropathic pain because there were studies out there that showed it. It just wasn't indicated for that, so we could write it for anything we want to. Now it has the indication. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, uh, there's some other drugs on the market that are the same way, because you know drugs have effects. They're most of the time they're not specific to the thing. We just write it for the thing that they seem to be uh, effective for. For example, aspirin is pretty good if you sprain your ankle, as long as you're not a kid. Uh, you don't give aspirin to kids uh, because of uh, the potential of Rye syndrome. Uh, but uh, forgetting about that, aspirin is good for a sprained ankle, but it also prevents heart attack and stroke in some people. Now, those are two wildly different things. So aspirin just has this set of effects, and then we use those uh, to our advantage. It also has the effect of increasing GI bleeding, but that's an adverse effect. But they're just all effects. Some of them we think are beneficial and some are not beneficial. So uh, so we're always looking for things that are off the shelf that we can pull off the shelf and give to people without them having to go through phase one, phase two, phase three trials, because we've talked about, take Forever. 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 So um, uh, dexamethasone decreased the risk of death by 33% for patients already on the ventilator. That's a big deal. Uh, for those on oxygen, it cut deaths by a fifth. So you can see that it's uh, more effective later in the disease because of why. Do you know why? We, we may not have talked about this so much since you've been here. You remember the term cytokine storm? No. Okay. So that's okay. So people who get this novel virus that the human body has never seen before and it gets in there, it creates inflammation. The body wants to go kill it. And sometimes the body overshoots and the And um, I talked about cytokine storm on my situation report on the Laugh Button YouTube channel. And it was probably the first or second one. So just go back and look at that. Skip over the statistics part because that's or if you want to laugh about something, you can watch the statistics part. But uh, each one of those has a little didactic on some topic of interest to COVID-19. But anyway, so when the um, immune system overshoots. It starts attacking the all this inflammation starts affecting other organs. So the kidneys can be involved, the blood vessels can get in uh, involved, and now you've got inflammation of the inner lining of the blood vessels that can cause thrombosis and blood clots, and that's what causes that COVID toes. Um, the lining of the lung certainly you get that inflamed, and now all of a sudden you can't transmit oxygen from the outside to the inside. You've got a real problem. So uh, that's why dexamethasone doesn't work so well early in the disease because these people don't have that overwhelming immune response going on because that's what we're trying to turn off. Because the people who get so sick, that may be the thing that kills them, is their own immune system is killing them. Therefore, uh, tocilizumab, which is a monoclonal antibody that decreases inflammation in the body by attacking. Or, you know, we're blocking this thing called interleukin-6. Don't worry about that. But it's a really expensive anti-inflammatory. Well, dexamethasone, dirt cheap. We use it all the time for all kinds of things in the hospital.
4: What um, was its brand name? Do you know?
3: Uh, Decadron. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. The U.K. government has 200,000 uh, uh, doses of the drug in its stockpile. I just want to see if anything else was in here. Um, about 19 out of 20 patients with coronavirus recover without ever being admitted to the hospital. That's right. This is just for the sickest of the sick. Uh, of those who are admitted, most also recover, but some need oxygen or mechanical ventilation. And then these high-risk patients who end up on the ventilator are the ones that seem to be in the help the most. So, all right? All right. What do you think of that? I think that's well, pretty awesome. Well, I hope awesome. it's helpful. Well, it is. We're increasing our toolbox of things. For people who are really, really sick with this thing, what would be nice to have, though, as I've advocated, is something that will keep them out of the hospital in the first place. And on that, I am hanging my hopes on Favapiravir, which the Russian government just approved for use in Russia for mild to moderate disease. So we'll see. They'll have some data here pretty soon. And we'll have U.S. data on Favapiravir in mild to moderate disease sometime in Early to mid July. And if that is, um, uh, if that proves to be as effective as some of the early studies showed, then we'll have it on the market probably by August. And this, you know, if it works to keep enough people out of the hospital, we may be able to just go back to normal anyway.
4: Oh, I would love to go back to. Do you know it's been 13 weeks?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's crazy.
3: Yeah. So there you go. All right.
4: 13 weeks of WebExes.
3: I like it, though. I, there's some things I like about this. I like the fact that we've been able to do telemedicine. We've been advocating for that for years. And that's I don't a great see us,
4: advantage for so many patients. It I really don't see is. us going
3: back to no telemedicine. You know, I think that's going to be part of our practice, and that'll be good. Instead of, you know, sometimes you still have to do a home visit because you want to see the home environment. But if someone can't come in, you just do it. You know, I use a, an app called Doxy.me. It's 35 bucks a month. I send them a a, um, uh, a a SMS message. They click on it, and then we're talking face to face. They can show me, "Oh, I've got this wound on my leg." You know, they can show me mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's really neat.
4: It is. It, it is really nice.
3: And um, yeah, it's good. And it's HIPAA compliant. So unlike Facebook and say Zoom, where people can just burst in apparently to your Zoom meeting, but
4: you really can't. You can't replace that. Human-to-human no. human no, interaction. Right. People I mean, like to be touched. For a lot of people right now who are stuck inside and have been stuck inside for so long, I mean, that that that's yeah. needed. Yeah. So I know... There
3: was a study once that showed that if people are touched in the office, just even a hand on the shoulder, they come out feeling better yeah. than if they weren't touched in the same sort of context.
4: Yeah, exactly. So,
3: yeah, that you can't do. Although... Now, they, they have a virtual reality sheath now. Oh, my God. <laughs> why, why do you know what I'm going to say?
4: I don't know. I don't need to know. Okay.
3: Yeah, and it's a virtual girlfriend. And uh, so, Do you
4: have one? What's her name? No, I
3: do not. Is it Sally? No, it would be Amanda. Tacey. It would be Tacey. Because mm-hmm. I only ever think of you, Tace. <laughs> All right. So, anyway. So that's the one way that you can hey, get touch in. Steve, into the it's thing.
2: Albert from Albuquerque again. How are you today?
3: Good man. How are you?
2: Great. Great. Good. More importantly, how's Tacy today?
3: Ooh. Yeah, she's doing okay.
2: Wonderful. She's I drinking. A happy wife leads to a happy life. You're right, man. Happy wife leads I blew that. <laughs> Anyways, um, question today is really an opinion question. I yeah. was uh, just driving down the road. I stopped at a uh, little convenience store, went to the bathroom, and washed my hands diligently. Yep. But they had air dryers. Yes. There. High speed, high velocity air dryers. Yep. I'm not comfortable using these things. Let's talk right? about, this. Well,
4: about this. I'm concerned about this also. Air,
2: in my opinion, I could be wrong, has got to be atomizing water particulates either off water
3: particulates. How about fecal matter?
4: I'm so interested in this, and I'm glad that he brought this up because I read that. You know, they have those, the shittiest hand oh, dryers oh. ever.
3: Yeah, I'll have to bleep, bleep that out. We can't say any trade names, but anyway, fast food well, restaurants.
4: Well, I didn't know that. That's
3: okay. I know. No, you don't. They huh?
4: are, they're the, okay. Um, I no, it's fine. No, no. no. But they're you the worst. Like, you stick your hands, and it's like for no good reason. So then you wipe your hands on your shirt, and you get out. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you do. And so. Yep. Anyway, but they what? are stopping that, and they're going mm. to paper towels. Excellent. Now. And and I read that that was part of this whole COVID thing.
3: Good, good. So, well, uh, have you ever heard of a toilet plume taste? No. <laughs> toilet plume is when fecal bacteria shoots into the air when you have a lidless toilet and it flushes. So if you leave your toilet seat up and you flush it, and you just, you know, moved your bowels. Uh, in which we call defecation in the medical field, uh, because we have to have a different word for everything, Uh, it causes a toilet plume, and there's fecal bacteria. Now, we live with fecal bacteria for the most part. Um, You know, we evolved to live with fecal bacteria. I
4: imagine it's everywhere.
3: But there is a reason why where we eat and breathe is as far away from where we defecate and micturate, which is what we call urination, which, you know, okay, voiding of the bladder, uh, it, it's as far away as you can get and still be on the torso. And even then, we made this stalk and put a head on it to get it even farther away. The only way it could be any farther away is if our nose and our mouth was on the top of mm-hmm. our head, which I've seen comic books where the aliens had that. But, um you know, this seems to be a functional way to to exist, but there's a reason for that, because you don't want to get fecal stuff into your oral stuff any more than you have to. So having that toilet plume is pretty nasty, but um, there was a study that was done that they and what they did was they they examined plates that were exposed to 30 seconds of a hair dryer. Comp- Uh, you know, compared to those just left in regular feces-filled air, you know, in a bathroom. And the air-blasted plates carried 18 to 60 colonies of bacteria on average, whereas two minutes' exposure to the bathroom air left fewer than one colony on average.
4: Well, what about those really fancy ones that you just stick your hand? I was going to say the brand name. Yeah, the Dyson ones. That's
3: okay. I think you can say the brand name on that. Well, you stick your hands down
4: and up and down and up.
3: But they're still sucking in air from, you know, where these toilet plumes are and then depositing it right onto your hands.
4: Well, the really crappy blowers, I mean, just don't waste anybody's time. They, they just, they're just on the wall for decoration.
3: Yeah. The inside of the dryer nozzles themselves, they cultured those, had uh, minimal bacterial levels. So it was really sucking it in from the air. And uh, they looked at 36 bathrooms at a facility of the University of Connecticut School of Medicine. And um, so there you go. Um, oh, and what they did was they, there was a lab down the hall produced the spores of this um, bacillus subtilis. And it, the spores were of a strain called PS533. And they found that those strains made up about 5% of the bacteria found on the air blasted place. So you can't keep this stuff in one place. Okay. You know, those researchers were coming in and carrying it with them. They're harmless, so they're not worried about it being under a hood. So, like,
4: know? if you live in New York and you have a really small bathroom yeah. and your toilet is next to your sink. Yes. you got to keep that toothbrush covered.
3: Or just close the lid when you flush it. Oh, that's, that's the another thing. Idea. These are lidless because most of these bathrooms have lidless toilets.
4: I'm so excited about our bidet, by the way.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, our Good friend Robert Kelly recommended a bidet, and so we got, what is it, Tushy dot something?
4: I don't know. It was the cheaper Tushy. one com? because we didn't have the electrical outlet next to our toilet. Right.
3: Some of the fancy ones require hot water and an electrical. Which
4: sounds wonderful. does
3: sound wonderful. The next house, if we ever build a house. Which we won't. Which we won't. But if we <laughs> did in our dream in the future, we would make sure that there's hot water next to the toilet and electricity and well shit if we're going to do that taste we should just have them build in a bidet when we build the house exactly well i'm stupid i don't my thought process anyway so what my friend Catherine told me today was she now keeps a, a roll of paper towels in her car with her and when she goes into a rest stop, if, if, knowing that they have those blowers, she just doesn't use it. And she uses the paper towels that she brings That's in a with
4: great them. idea. Yeah. If you can get the paper towels. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. If you might. Well, we could get those really expensive uh, vegan paper towels. You remember those?
4: Oh, I bought a couple of those yeah, when they we were Yeah, they really were weren't very good. No, they were terrible. They really were <laughs> terrible. They were, were better terrible. than nothing. But, but they no. were like $3 a roll.
3: yeah. Yep. Bacteria in bathrooms will come from feces, which can be aerosolized in toilets, especially lidless toilets. So there you go. All right. So thank you for that question. That's an excellent question.
4: So they're nasty. Don't use them?
3: Yeah, I'm, they're, they're nasty. You have a You're lidless. better
4: off with your shirt. It, hey, Dr. D. If you D you have me,
3: Randy from amen. Austin. Hey, man. If you have lidless toilets in the bathroom... Or it's a public bathroom where you can't trust people this to put down the lid. This whole time I thought
4: you've been saying littlest, and I didn't know what
3: you meant. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> and ones without lids. So, okay. Um, lidless toilets. Mm-hmm. Or you can't trust people to put the lid down. And air blowers don't use the air blower. You could use the toilet paper to wipe to wipe your hands with
0: Oh,
4: that's just, and then it becomes, it gets in little if pieces. If you get a big,
3: a big enough glob of it, you can do it. Uh, uh, All right? Okay. Okay. And that probably somebody listening to us has, you know, stock in an air blower factory or something. You know, turn it into, a, um, you know, uh, an air, opportunity. air tunnel testing or something. Yeah. Or a, a, an opportunity to do something else.
4: Yes, That's right. an opportunity. So
3: you remember last time we were talking about uh, oral myiasis? Yes. Uh, somebody sent me a, a um, an exchange from their text messages and it's they were explaining something about COVID 19 they were saying until there's a vaccine adequate treatment or no longer a spread in the community uh, you need to wear a mask and this person texted back what does that mean and the person put google oral myiasis. google image it and then there's a pause and you see this person texts them back. It just says, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then he and he went, well, what? Very innocently. And the person texted back, I'm going to punch you in the dick when I see you. So I, I warned you all, do not Google oral myiasis. I'm going to give you another one not to Google image today. I was on a Dudley and Bob this week, which I really like them. They're in Austin, Texas, and I think that they're syndicated as well. And for terrestrial radio, they're pretty darn good. And uh, Dudley and Bob, uh, Dale Dudley, uh, emails me every once in a while. I go on there. And they asked me what's the second worst death that I've ever witnessed. And I told them it was a thing called Fournier gangrene. And do not Google image that. Fournier gangrene. It's necrotizing fasciitis. In other words, a bacterial infection of the tissue planes of the genitalia.
4: I'm Googling it right now.
3: And uh, apparently uh, in the news, Harvey Weinstein was supposed to have had this, which resulted in some disfigurement of his genitalia. But he survived. 20% of people do not survive. So do not Google image Fournier, F-O-R-N-I-E-R, or F-O-U-R-I-N-I-E-R, Gangrene. Do not Google image that. Thank you.
4: There's really not that many good pictures.
3: on Are, are there not? No. Okay. Well, if you had the junk, the kind of junk, because it's, it's mostly males that get it, male diabetics particularly, uh, you might feel differently about it. <laughs> it's really <laughs> horrible.
2: You're listening to Weird Medicine.
3: Well, anyway, we'll we'll have a show next week. Yep. And then we will have. Uh Cliff Andrews, uh and I can't remember his uh it used to be WM the the intern. It may still be, but might be WM Cliff or something like that. I'll make sure to uh put it on the website at some point, but he's gonna be doing a series of best ups for us while we're on vacation. He's gonna do best of for Serious XM and then one for the laugh button as well. Okay. And uh, so we'll kind of go COVID free for a few weeks, but then we'll oh, come roaring back, the Lord. talking about our trip. And if I even stay down there for the whole thing, if people are acting stupid, you know, I'm in a high risk group. So, um, we'll, but we'll, you know, if I can shelter in place here you're right i should be able to shelter in place there and as well. and,
4: and that's what i plan on doing steve is sheltering in place I don't, we're going to save a bunch of money on food we'll yeah, have we will. good fish down there and
3: maybe we could go fishing with cap mike though
4: yeah i think we probably need to set that up if you ever as go, early as we can if you
3: ever go down to that area and you want to go fishing with somebody check out avidangling.com i think that's right let's check that out and make sure that's right
4: that's avidangler
3: no, it's avid angling. That much I know, but let me see if it's avidangling.com. And if not, just go to Facebook and Google Avid Angling. Tell them Dr. Steve sent you. Captain Mike is the Yeah, there he is. Okay. Yep. AvidAngling.com, avidangling fishing charters. He even has shirts. Um Captain Mike is awesome.
4: He's our buddy.
3: <clears throat> he really he's really a member of the family. He still charges us. But, well of course. <laughs> but no, and, and that's fine. Um but he but he gives us a good deal, I think. And he does stuff with us that I don't know if he does just for everybody. I, I he probably doesn't want me to say all the things that he does with us, but he um is fantastic. He's great with kids. That's why we started using him. Because I I called around, I said, Look, I've got a a, a three-year-old who wants to go and a four-year-old, and really quantity is more than quality. And um, they just want to catch a lot of fish. And a couple of the people were like, well, I just don't, you know, I don't know if a three-year-old should go on something like this. And Mike was like, yeah, bring him along. If he doesn't like fishing, the three-year-old can just play in the bait well. And that's exactly what Beck did. He (laughs) got in the bait well and was goofing around with all the little shrimp and stuff that were in there basically the whole time. But Liam caught a million fish.
4: Yeah, He's wonderful.
3: And uh, we've seen him every time, and now we, you know, we take he and his wife, and uh, they've had a kid, and, you know, we, we were there for all the girlfriends before the wife and all that stuff, and, uh, you know, he's just just a wonderful person. So He
4: let us spring our dog on the boat yep. um, one time, and Which, we, found a, we found a big fish hook in his tail about six months later. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> It wasn't in his skin. It was just no, right. it was in, in his fur.
3: He was a, and a he had, Labradoodle and he was furry.
4: And he had been washed and bathed and dried um, every three weeks for the whole six months. And, and I just found it when he was laying in bed with me one day. It yeah. was the craziest Crazy. thing.
3: That had nothing to to do with Captain Mike.
4: No, it didn't. It didn't. But um, the point is, yes. he's so awesome. If you have a well-behaved, awesome dog, you can bring your well-behaved, yep. awesome dog. yep.
3: And you're well behaved. And he's got a awesome new boat. Kids. Yep, and he's got a new boat. And um, he's just, yeah, we can't say enough great things about him. So please, and if you go down to say Dr. Steve, us, so not that it'll do us any good, but he'll be tickled to know that uh, some of our listeners came Yeah, down he there. would be. All right. Um, I guess that's it, Tase. You got anything else?
4: Nope. I got nothing for you.
3: All right. Well, we can't forget Rob Sprantz, Bob Kelly, Greg Hughes, Anthony Cumia, Jim Norton, Travis Teff, Lewis Johnson, Paul Charsky, Eric Nagel, Roland Campos, Sam Roberts, Pat Duffy, Dennis Falcone, Matt from the Syndicate, a.k.a. Matt Kleinschmidt, Ron Bennington, and Fez Watley. Who supported of this show, has never gone unappreciated. Uh, Listen to our SiriusXM show on the Faction Talk channel, SiriusXM, channel 103, Saturdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern, on demand, and other times at Jim McClure's uh, pleasure. Many thanks to our listeners, whose voicemail and topic ideas make this job very easy indeed. Go to our website at drsteve.com for schedules and podcasts and other crap. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, Quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. Wear we'll your mask. You in one week.
4: Wear your mask.
3: Yeah, wash your hands and wear your mask for the next edition. Don't use dryers. Of Weird Medicine. Don't use dryers.
4: Okay, see you later. Thank you. Hello? Well, I didn't know
2: what you was doing up there. Well, we sit down here in the hall. Everything's really good down here. Well, so. they got that old crony farce up bar. Yeah, well, I ain't never... I don't know about that, but oh, Otis has got them crony drink things. Uh, he said he got them at, from Doc Carson, his Madison. So. Well, well, they so sell he, them up at Ernie's Market, you know. Yeah. Well, so he's he got them. He telling me need to drink all six of them at one time. So hold well, on, he done, he gave me some credit last week cause I couldn't oh. get, I didn't have enough to pay for well, the goober peas I bought. Well, he gave me some credit too too. He's a good man. I tell you, well, I ate them goober peas and then I vomicked. Well, tell him then, I bet he'd give you some more credit. Well, so, I have to go to old Doc Carson and get me some liniment, don't you know? Yeah. And, and, uh, he's a miracle Carson, worker. He, he is. Yeah. I think old Doc Carson's getting his laminate down there at Ernie, so oh, no, he's all right. Well, so, well He's a good He is so. a good and I'll tell you. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. Well... You have a good Yeah, I hope you do, too. You have a yeah, good Okay. And I'll talk to tell, you later. Tell the birdie how howdy, so. Oh, well, I'll do it, old homie. Uh, old homie stole my chair again that old pest. Well, that old was so popcorn and hay where is they sitting now. Yeah. They'll be really mad, Yeah, so. well, it'll, she'll, she'll get her someday, I'll tell you that. Well, ain't no good. Still in that chair, wouldn't work where, where she's a sitting on well, it. Well, as you reap, so shall you sow, Goober Peas. My old pa used to say. Well, that's right. Well, until so, I old Otis he'll go down there. Sam's so. words to live by. I'll tell yeah, you that. That's right. All right. He said he going to nail it down. To I said, well, he can't rock, he can't rock, no, he, I mean, he, I mean, he did that, so, well, but, he, but he said it was better than it getting stoled. so. Yeah, I don't want it to get stoled <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah, it got stalled again, so. <laughs> yeah, Well, well I, I'll see you later. Okay. Well, thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. That old Casey and them youngins,